from the demented mind that brought you nursenaries and the man who cares too much comes the latest from writer justin that's me how are things going today Lindsay? things are great i'm just riding the waves of success from mean girls and herbie and now i've got this new agent that says he's going to put me in a really cool horror movie called i know who killed me i think it's going to be really good it's the story that no one working in hollywood wants to see what about you paul it seems your career is going really strong since Sideways and Cinderella Man. What's next on your plate? It's funny you should mention because I also signed up with a new guy who's going to team up with me and Jennifer Connelly. Uh, the guy who directed The Sixth Sense. I've got good feelings. And how are we doing here? Would you guys care for more drinks? How about a bottle of Merlot? Not going to say it. Sometimes the people who you depend on can kill your career. Well, hey, look who it is. It's Mr. Success, Will Smith. <coughs> Woo! Wait, you're saying you've got a new agent, too? And he's going to put you in a movie with the guy from The Sixth Sense as well? That can't be a coincidence. He's an agent with death on his mind. He won't kill you or your family. Just your chances of never making it into the Razzies. Oh, my God. I know who killed me won eight Razzie Awards, including Worst Actress. I'm the worst! And I know whose fault it is. I know who my agent is. <clears throat> He's ruined all our careers. We've got to warn Adam Sandler that he'll ruin his career too. Woo! Oh, Adam Sandler's ruined his own career just fine. I know who my agent is. You're the talent and the target. I will not drink the Merlot. Shit, damn it. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam and I've got Jackie here, and we're all ready to talk about some bad damn movies. Bad damn movies. Damn bad. Bad damn movies. Jackie just ruined like $600 in microphones by being a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> Wrecker of things. Wrecker of buttholes. Ew. 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 Never mind. We're going to talk about that later. That uh, came out weird. Sorry. No, I don't think we will. This is a Lindsay Lohan movie. No, that's true. So I've got some big news, ladies and gentlemen. You guys have not even heard this big news, but Jackie's got bigger news first, I guess. You're having a baby? No, I'm oh. not having a baby. Stinger Madness has joined the Wicked Radio Network. I didn't know this. This is news to me. Yeah, this it's is, news to I me told too. you guys it's news to you. Oh, fuck. It's fucking news, is man. This, is this awesome or what? It is good news. The Wicked Radio Network is a very strong podcasting network with... A bevy of uh, very fine podcasts, such as The Damcast, which I've listened to quite a few times. It's pretty good. Cognac. The Beaver Exhibit, which is maybe the funniest two guys sitting around bullshitting about, about whatever. everything, mostly sports podcasts that there is. And uh, one of the most popular podcasts that I know of is Couple Things, which is where two couples get together and just talk about couple things things hmm. things that couples might experience in their lives and have questions about 
So we are now the, uh, we have been invited and accepted, and uh, we're the first movie review podcast that's a part of it. So they're very excited, and we're very excited. Is this episode going to be on that? Well, all of our episodes will be on that. Oh, son of a bitch. I didn't do any research for this one. Oh, no. All those racist jokes we've told, we're going to be labeled. What do you mean you didn't do any research? You have no boring bullshit? I do. I just made all of it up because it's about Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) Dude, if we're we're going based off the tabloids, this is going to be the best boring bullshit you've ever talked about. I mean, I feel that I have license to do what I have done. Yeah, I'm, but uh, I'm this is not a uh, this is not a good example of of what I am capable of research wise. So, as part of the our first episode with the Wicked Radio Network, I would like to uh, say for our current listeners, go ahead and visit wickedradionetwork.com and check out the other podcasts. It's actually maybe the nicest website for uh, podcast listeners that I've ever seen. Even nicer than stinkermadness.com? No, nothing's nicer than stinkermadness.com. But if for a uh, podcasting network, it's pretty tip-top. All right. Uh, so we're going to give our new listeners a little uh, preview. So what we do is every week, we one of us picks a bad movie. We go on rotation, and then we review that movie. But before that, we have what you're listening to is what we call the .5 or the Prelude episode. Where first we start out with a silly commercial, the parody commercial of something that we've made up. Generally pertaining to the film. Generally pertaining to the film. We also do streaming movie reviews. There are streaming do's and don'ts where where we take a movie that's currently streaming and available for on... For free, basically, on Netflix or YouTube or sometimes Amazon Prime, but not very often. Uh, Then we play a game called Good Neighbor, Bad Neighbor, where we decide who in the movies would be a good neighbor or a bad neighbor that you would actually want to or not want to live next to. Then Sam goes through his trivia and important facts about the upcoming film. This week's film will be I Know Who Killed Me, starring Lindsay Lohan. It's a Jackie pick. It is Jackie's pick. So. I haven't seen it, so I'm taking a chance. Yeah, oh, oh we're rolling the dice hard. I don't know hard if it's much door. of a chance. Well, we know it stinks. We know it stinks. We Maybe. just don't know if it's going to be any fun. You know, this is, I think this is a very significant film, as well as I'll get to later. All right. I did some research. Let's move in to the streaming do's and don'ts. We've got wait, a wait, wait. big week here. We need to disclaim that all this is done. While drinking alcohol. That's how all podcasting's done. Oh, wow. Well, no, we, 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 we do this shit straight up sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, on pot. Usually what? the... No. And lewds. The main episodes are almost always straight up. Uh, I am on lewds every time. Okay, well, lewds don't count. Sometimes I take the lewds and then I just go and rape the shit out of myself. I'm passed out while raping myself. It's really weird. I don't know if it's legal, but I like it. it that's all you gotta do is fall asleep on your finger and your butt. <laughs> And that counts, because yeah. you're sleeping, you got your finger in your butt, so the whole thing. The true meaning of double dipping. Covering your bases. Streaming do's and don'ts this week. We're going to start out with a major one. This was a success. This is a feature episode of Sneaker Madness. And uh, it, after viewing it twice, I'm not going to say that this I didn't love this movie enough to put it in my Hall of Fame. Cue the Winged Serpent on YouTube. Starring David Carradine and Richard Roundtree. <sighs> <laughs> this shit. Larry Cohen should be mentioned because this is a Larry Cohen film. It's a Larry Cohen film. Uh, Larry Cohen did uh, Black Caesar with Fred Williamson and its subsequent sequel. The it's Alive movies. Uh, yeah, the subsequent sequel. Sequel, Hell Up in Harlem, which everybody says Black Caesar is the one. Hell Up in Harlem is the one. Hell Up in Harlem yeah. is awesome. <clears throat> yeah, this is a, this is quite the uh, the film. Uh, Michael Moriarty 
is also in this. He plays a... I guess he's the star. Prime Nutsack. He plays a Prime Nutsack. This is the only time that Larry Cohen ever got anything close to a budget, and it wasn't enough. I loved this movie. Oh, it was amazing. I lost my shit during this shit. It is so ridiculous and silly and cheesy, and the effects are god-awful. And it's two men fighting a Tootsie Roll that's a flying monster that happens to be... Q stands for quizzy quotal. Just a spoiler <laughs> alert, listener. It's it's the flying uh, demon monster from Mexico history. The feathered beast that has no feathers. No feathers. It's a Tootsie Roll. None. With the wings. And, I did not watch this movie. And it lives in the Chrysler building. It lives in the Chrysler building. And has a baby that uh, who who's the father who's the father of Q's baby well they're asexual flying beasts i don't know about that what do you know about absolutely jack shit yeah well, who knows this movie was amazing though it was it has got everything it does silly awful effects bad acting it... one-liners over-the-top action gore that's like oh my god you just laugh at it you cannot stop laughing at this movie it's got one of its strengths is that it's Carradine at the finest point that you want to see him it's right when Carradine is in the middle of destroying his own mediocre career maybe like three years after Death Race 2000 he's like almost something and then he's made himself not something by just getting all coked out and being a weirdo it's so silly the whole fucking movie is so silly I absolutely loved it. A total do. Two thumbs up do. Oh, two thumbs up do it. It's on YouTube right now. Moving on to a movie that Jackie and I watched called The Invitation, starring Lance Hendrickson. Oh, Lance. on Netflix. Lance Hendrickson from every movie in Stinker Madness. Yeah, it's like a 2002 movie starring him and nobody else, and he plays like... An eccentric weirdo. An eccentric guru journeyed man i've been all over the earth and i've seen lots of things and so i know what to do and how to do it and i had an experience that i want to tell you about and so i've invited you all out to my lake house where we'll have dinner and by the way i've poisoned you <laughs> <laughs> so i it's have that now same... officially given you peyote it's that same shit that niles crane from fraser yeah the yeah, guest the guest no, no, yeah what's it called the guest no, it was it was called the, the uh, dinner guest, the host. the host. Oh, the host. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's basically that, but that movie was much better than this one. This shit stunk. <laughs> I don't know. The one with Niles wasn't. Very no, good. <laughs> I mean, like, whoa, whoa. This is really, really like not room bad, but borderline room bad. The acting was awful. So the bottom line of this movie is he does all of this so that he can reveal that he is this guy's biological father. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. And it doesn't matter to anything. It doesn't matter Nobody to anybody. Nobody fucking cares. They all just get on the boat after it's over and they're like, oh, fuck. I this. will also give a spoiler alert. There's yeah. a boat deal. There's a boat deal. I will give a spoiler alert that uh, Lance Hendrickson dies in this film from air. He just like he does the Luke Skywalker behind the hand or the heads hands behind the head. I'm a cool guy. Just everything's cool, and then he just dies huh. from nothing. So it stinks. Even worse than the death at the end of Black Rainbow. Yes, which is difficult. I I will say that I enjoyed this film 
more than I enjoyed Sasquatch, but uh, I think that this very well may be Lance Henriksen's worst movie. Okay. It's awful. That's I, tough. I thought that it was... That's low praise. Yeah, well... Lance Henriksen's been in some bad movies. Yeah, this one really is really bad. I, th- I thought the storyline was entertaining enough, but, um, you know, the acting was really poor, and the cuts on things were just kind of weird, so I was like, ah, forget it. Yeah, we got it through it. I, I'll give us that. We, <laughs> yeah. we got through it. Got through it. They are remaking it, though. Oh, good. It was good enough for a remake coming out this year. Oh, See, and that's boy. what I'm saying. It it had its merits. It just wasn't done very well. well. I can't find anything to merit that film of. It stunk. It was awful. Ah, uh, whatever. I'm going to give it a do not. I'm going to give it a do. Okay. I didn't watch it. You did watch this one, Sam. Curtains that's currently on YouTube. This is tough. Yeah, it is tough. This is tough. I, I'll disclaim that I fell asleep for about 15 minutes in this movie. Huh. During apparently the best part. I don't know if it was. It's a horror movie from the 80s. Low budget. So uh, this is in its early 80s. It's 83, I think, something like that. It's kind of similar prem- uh, premise to The Invitation where it's like, I'm going to invite you guys all out to my house and then off you one by one. <laughs> Curtains has some really good... Uh, Makeup and special effects, like the blood and the gore is really nice. And it's a little orangey. It works. Yeah. I think that everything works. I just don't think that it was very... Like, everything that they tried to do, they accomplished. They just didn't try to do anything that was interesting. Yeah, it was really humdrum. And it's difficult because I can't really say don't do it because of how well they did what minimal task they set out to do. I think you can do it, but you got to have a solid core group of people to riff this on. I have a It wasn't good enough reason for us to riff on. Why I will say do it. We and weren't good enough to riff on it. This well is enough that I enjoyed it. Really in that like well-made slasher like the early slasher films mm-hmm. and this is actually a very well uh people think very fondly of this movie. Mm. I don't know why. It's very I'm not boring. One of them. I'm not one of them, but do it if you like slashers because this is one of the early slashers that people people like it. I don't I don't. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was boring. I didn't I'm gonna watch give it, a it. Do not. No, you didn't. However, we did see all. All of us saw this one. Mad Fox is on YouTube. <gasps> this movie was so awesome. A Spanish, believe it or not, uh, Roman, our good friend Roman, was wrong about who made this film. It was the Spaniards. What's interesting though, that they would. I mean, it had to be. I guess the swastika maybe in in Span Spain is. It was obvious that whenever they were outside, they did not have the swastikas. Whenever they were inside, they had the swastikas. Probably not kosher to go wandering around the streets wearing a swastika in Europe. Ever. In the 80s, even. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an exploitation film. Very, very uh, exploitive. Wieners. Oh, yeah. There was so much dong in this movie. Flopping around. This guy's running. His dick is just bouncing up and down. There was a one scene with the guy on the toilet. There's just cock on screen for like four seconds of a man sitting on his toilet with his cock out. And you're just like close up, toilet, and dong. Yep. And then it blows up. There's also plenty of chests. Plenty of chests. And a Neufeld Corvette. And uh, a lot of weird sex. Sex scene in a pee pee tub. Yeah, a bathtub that looked like it was full of pee. <sighs> There's a lot of questions. I my primary que- my primary question is: Did I like this movie? 
I don't think I did. I think... It's got it all, but I don't think I enjoyed that, it. You know, we watched a movie right before that that was Italian, that the, the English track didn't detract from the story. I felt that the English track... This should have been viewed with subtitles. I think that the stuff that was goofy was just bad, and that it would have been truly maniacal German acting, and that would have, I think, Except really pushed it over the top. They were all Spanish. Well, whatever the original language was... That acting would have came Spanish. across. Whatever it was, it would have came across better than the. Hi. Yeah, but the whole I the whole movie is goofy as shit. It is goofy as shit, but I think that there was general levels of mania that were missed entirely. I think that the the voice track changed it. So it's a story. It's an exploitation film of a man who is basically one of the biggest dirtball uh, protagonists that I have ever seen. He is. He's a real son of a bitch. He's a cad. Yeah, he's a cad. I wanted him to die. He is not likable in the least, other than his fucking wild-ass Corvette. Uh, But he's banging everybody in town. His first girlfriend, he takes her out and gets real drunk. Meets some Nazi bikers along the way and kills one of them. But it was kind of their fault for getting killed. And then they... Fuck his shit up and rape his 18-year-old girlfriend, who's actually not his girlfriend, just some bimp yeah. that he's out about town with, ruining her life. He was, so he was going to do what they did to her himself yeah, exactly. with vodka, right? and they beat him to it. Yeah. And then he just lost all interest. He's gone. He's done. So his revenge tactic is to... Uh, Get uh, all of his karate friends his killed. His karate friends killed by invading the Nazi encampment and uh, chopping their leader's wiener off and then stuffing it in his mouth. And then... Uh, so their revenge tactic is to... Uh, what do they do after that? Oh, they chase him around town. No, they go to the dojo and they shoot him all down. Oh, yeah, they shoot all the karate guys. We don't have to recap the entire movie for it's, the do's and don'ts. Essentially, it's nanners. It's, the whole idea is nanners crazy and it sounds business. awesome on paper. I just don't know if I, I liked it. I really liked it. I'm going to watch it again in German or Spanish or whatever the hell its native language was. And I think it might... I just want to see if it's better. But I did talk to roman at lunch today and he said that there seems to be some threads on the internet talking about when the film was made originally it ends on the stairs and they should have ended on the stairs the reason that they bring the the actual ending is because that man that remorseless cocksucker can't live because of everything that happens no fuck that man so it it ends on the stairs oh, yeah, and that is just like stairs. a wild no, weekend in whatever euro trash country that is and that is a fucking Let's say that ends in the stairs and the, those, instead of that goofy voice track, those are genuine levels of mania. That shit is amazing. I think that I would have uh, really liked it a lot more if it ended on the stairs, but it did, doesn't. And so I don't think I liked it, but I'm going to give it a do anyway. It's a major do. Because it's crazy. I really liked it. I'd say do. Cool. All right. Well, that's three do's on that. Jackie, tell us your good neighbor, bad neighbors. <clears throat> My first good neighbor, bad neighbor is Gus Gus, the little fat mouse. Get on the bus. From Disney's Cinderella. Oh, oh Gus Gus. Fuck. Gus Gus. Well, I don't like living with mice, but I can't kill animals. Yeah. So I guess. I don't remember Gus Gus, so I, I just can't play. Oh, man. If you were well, to say good neighbor, bad he's neighbor. A fat mouse. He's a fat mouse. Do's and don'ts. Bell from Beauty and the Beast, I would say do. She's hat. How about just a mouse? 
He's a fat mouse. That's all you need to know. Whether he's charming or so not, he's still a fat mouse. That and he's a, your neighbor. He's adorable. Which means he lives in your house. But he's a mouse. He's a mouse. Bad neighbor. What about Rostov? Oh, Rostov the mouse. We had uh, four fans not of... Well, four... Fans not of fans mice. of Stinker Madness. We, Jackie and I, lived with a mouse for about six months, and we named him Rostov after the classic film Invasion USA, starring Chuck Norris, because that little bastard could not be killed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Gus, Gus. I'm going to say good neighbor, because huh. you know what? It's a little bit of an excitement to have a mouse in your house. Like, oh, I'm going to get... I kind of enjoyed my time trying to chase after that goddamn mouse. I felt really bad when I killed him because I realized I don't have an arch nemesis anymore. You just killed your he enemy was, and your best friend. He was... Rostov the I, mouse. I was Batman and he was my Joker and I needed him and I killed him and now I have nothing. You became him. You are now vermin. I love the shit out of some cheese and crackers that yeah, are laying around the floor. But thank God you're not pooping on the countertop. So I'm going to give him a good neighbor, Jackie. I- I'm giving him a good neighbor. He was, he, uh, you know, he could sew and he could do some cleaning and stuff. He was pretty helpful. Yeah, I just he got probably had some good advice. No, he was an idiot. Oh, uh, <laughs> bad do, neighbor. He could <laughs> he do was the, an idiot. But he was nice, but he could do the menial chores that you don't want to do. Huh. Well, whatever. Like clean toilets. Next. By getting flushed. Yes. His fur just rubs around as he swirls down the toilet. Sparkling. Oh, Gus, Gus, you <laughs> made a mess, mess. Oh. My next one is Catwoman. But not just any Catwoman. Eartha Kitt? Halle Berry. Her- oh, oh, she's damn a... The worst, awful, awful, terrible neighbor. Well, I'm going so... good neighbor. She's quiet. She okay. wants it to be quiet. And she takes care of those buttholes across the street. Now, you said... Uh-huh. Catwoman. You didn't say Halle, Halle Berry, Berry before, before she becomes Catwoman. Who was a good neighbor. When she becomes Catwoman, she becomes an extraordinarily bad awful, neighbor. Awful neighbor. Why? She shuts those buttholes up across the street. Yeah, but she would also shut your shit up. She'd shut every shit she up. She shuts the shit up. She would probably jam a pencil up your ass if you looked at her the wrong way. Here's the problem with living next to Catwoman. Is you are also confused on what floor you live on. Yeah, you don't even know what floor you live on. And you live next door to a bucket of sass and leather pants. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't even want to live in the same town as Halle Berry's Catwoman. I'm embarrassed to live in the same universe as Halle Berry's Catwoman. She sucked. Sucks. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Bad neighbor. Bad Bad neighbor. neighbor. And my very last one, a blast from my past, Tila from He-Man. Hmm. Tila. Tila's Man a good Arm's neighbor. You, you give me the sorceress. I don't think there's a fucking question. Uh, Tila, though. Their question was, I'm tired of listening to you. That's not the sorceress. That's Chitara. Yeah, that's Chitara. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, she's stupid, too. You couldn't listen to her, but the, the sorceress is always fucking going off on bullshit that nobody cares about and prophecy mm-hmm. and everything. Tila mm-hmm. shows up, looks hot, always helpful, usually she is helpful. capable. And all she wants is a little dong, and He-Man, who's gay, cannot give it to her. So if you're a heterosexual male, Tila might be the best neighbor ever. She is uh, a, a, fu- a future probably good neighbor and bad neighbor. She's He-Man's April, April O'Neil. What more do you want out of a helpful lady? You can't get anything else. You can't get anything else. I Damn, that's a good one. Stamp, double stamp, triple stamp. Good neighbor. Good, Good neighbor. neighbor. 
Sam, tell us about I Know Who Killed Me. I Know Who Killed Me was made in 2007. The film was directed by Chris Sivertson. 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 Not Silvertson. Silverson. Sivertson. Okay. Sivertson. Who co-directed the somewhat popular All Cheerleaders Must Die. It would seem Sivertson likes movie titles which are sentences. That Cheerleaders movie is on Netflix. It is. It is currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, Sivertson also directed a making of Toby Hooper's Toolbox Murders. I haven't seen any of this shit because it isn't my bag. This film held the record for most Razzies, winning eight of nine. Eight of nine Razzies. Yes. Supporting actress did not win. Oh, who's the supporting actress? Uh, Olivia. I didn't. uh, All right. Some lady. I'll probably remember. Who doesn't suck as bad as somebody else. Because I only looked up one actor and it was. uh, But she was nominated. Neil McDonald, who we'll talk about later for two seconds. Sandler's opus, Jack and Jill, broke the record held by this film. Jack and Jill went 10 for 10. 10 Razzies! Subsequently, this film has gathered a cult following and has screened consistently since its completion. No way! Yeah, Midnight Movies and Here and There's. How about that? Yeah. It has been compared to some of the seminal works of the psychological horror thriller genre. We will be tasked to find out whether or not it is. Sisters and Body Double by Brian De Palma, as well as the works of David Lynch, have been some of the favorable comparisons. The less than favorable comparisons would be other films that won that many Razzies, like Showgirls and Battlefield Earth, which this one more won more Razzies than. I hate Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth is goddamn it's, terrible. Yeah, it's unviewable. The score by Joel McNeely has been universally praised. The McNeely-Tyson fight as well as McNeely versus the pizza, have been universally panned. I prefer the cheese crust. McNeely I would prefer if somebody could get the cheese crust off of mud junk. I just have to give every chance cheesy for the world to remember McNeely versus the pizza. Yeah, I don't know what that means. You don't remember McNeely versus the pizza? No, and I'm pretty sure nobody on the internet does either. Lindsay Lohan, right now for the first time in eight years, is not on probation. Right now? Right now. Wow, good for her, man. I have little room to talk. We all know about the Lohan. For the first time in the history of Sam's boring bullshit, I will do no further research, at least as it pertains to Lindsay Lohan. No, you uh, you did it with Charlie Sheen. I am going to report rumors that I remember. Oh, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> not, oh, so not actual facts. This is just what I remember okay. here. I, I heard these things. Okay. I heard she bangs dudes. Yeah, I bet you she bangs dudes. She was in a movie with Charlie Sheen once. She probably banged uh, him. Scary movie Yeah, 15, five? 17 and a say. half. Yeah, she probably banged him. When she was on the set of Herbie the Love Bug, it was possibly reported by someone that I sort of remember that she developed tensions with Herbie because he found her sexual tendencies to be in excess of his German values. Hmm. Which is strong talk, because yeah, Herbie likes to poo on some chests. Yeah, there you go. I'm pretty sure I saw her box come out when she was either getting in of or getting out of a car. Mm-hmm. I don't think you did. Uh, yeah, no, that happened. That's what I can confirm. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing box. Yeah, all right. Jamie Lee Curtis, on the set of Freaky Friday, had to tell her to stop bogarting the vodka. She was... I don't know if that actually oh, happened. Okay. Remember, no, okay, you got to be that like that one. I'm going to kibosh. Just, There's what, no way. This dude. is all crap. She's like 14 years old, man. Yeah, well, she likes the vodka. Uh, well, she early. does. 
Doesn't mean she did. When she dyed her hair blonde, I thought Hillary Duff got addicted to heroin and dogs. Remember when she dyed her hair blonde? Yes. Lindsay, if you're out there, you can dispute any of these or other unmade claims by taking me out to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you like giving rim jobs. I will let you give me a rim job after dinner, but then I will kick you out because you're fucking gross and my butt is icky. Wow. If you don't give me a rim job, then you will pass the test and then be allowed to take me to dinner again. After three dinners, I will make sex to you, provided you have left me with a positive impression. If we get married, I will then let you give me a rim job. I won't talk to you for a week afterwards, but I will let you do it. And then it will come full circle. Hey oh, cuz it's a butthole. It's icky. It's gross. <laughs> I don't know who does that. Wow, Sam, I think this is the worst wedding proposal I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> I think this episode amazing. should just be called The Proposal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Shay Astor, Leslie Cohen, Dan Walters, and Clint Johnson all got cut out of this movie, Cutting Room Floor. There are a cavalcade of people who made the cut. The only one worth mentioning, however, is Neil McDonald. It was uh, Julia Ormond, I believe, that did not. Oh, yeah, Julia Ormond. Who's Neil McDonald? Uh, he's the white-haired guy that's in everything. He was uh, the cop that had to come after Tom Cruise in the Steven Spielberg sci-fi movie of the Philip K. Dick work. Minority Report? Yes. He's in Minority Report. He's the cop. He's in a lot oh, of shit. Oh, yeah. He's the white-haired guy. He's Dum Dum Duggan. Yeah, Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. No, I love Neil McDonald. Yeah, I mean, Neil McDonald's in this Great list. character That's actor. That's why I was like, the only guy, like, because you look at, there's a lot of people in the movie, and you're like, oh, I could, this guy shouldn't be in here if this is shit. I like this guy a lot. Neil McDonald's in here. Yeah. So, we got him. That's cool. it. All right. Well, we'll see how it works out. We'll let you know in, uh, on Monday when we release our I Know Who Killed Me episode. In the meantime, as we all like to say. And I just have to make, you know. Because Lindsay has fallen on hard times. And, and maybe she on. wants to fall on this hard dick. Woo! God damn, you gotta not jaw. He, you. <laughs> Worst <laughs> proposal ever. I could do worse. <laughs> Let's not try tonight. Just, <laughs> just wait till we do a movie <laughs> that has Winona Ryder in it. Get ready. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe you guys should get married on a chopper. Get to the chopper. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll come back to listen more. But now, we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.